Welcome Inside the Vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind Arjun Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and is for serious entrepreneurs only. In part two from the October live quarterly meeting in Miami, Arjun describes two more huge problems most business owners have with their marketing and how these problems prevent most business owners from building an effective marketing machine. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjun is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjun, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. third big mistake most business owners make is they don't have an actual plan for marketing. And the real irony of it, the real irony of it is all of you have the marketing plan. You're just not using it. You know where your marketing plan is? Can anyone tell me where your marketing plan is? Sorry? Everyone's got one of these, right? Smartphone. And on your smartphone, every one of you has this thing called a, what is this called? Put this on the, put this on the screen. What is that called? This. You can't see it. Okay. It's a calendar. (laughs) Every one of you has a calendar. This is your marketing plan. Your marketing plan is your calendar. That's what calendars were invented for. They shouldn't have called them calendars. They should have called them marketing plans. Just cross out the word calendar and write marketing plan and start thinking ahead. In one of these meetings, which you can download and watch and listen to. Um, We had a whole entire live quarterly meeting on how to use your calendar as the profit-making tool that it was invented originally to be. In that meeting, we lined the walls with our actual calendar that we actually use in our business. The actual, you can see exactly our handwriting. You can see the eraser marks. You can see the crossouts. The actual calendar, we'll show you pictures of it later uh, this weekend so you can see it for yourself. Um, your calendar is your marketing plan. Who can tell me what marketing initiative you have on your calendar to kick off 90 days from today? I can. Let the record reflect that I can, he can, he can. I think there's one other person in the back. I can't see who that is. Well, the people who I can see, 
are the people with million-dollar businesses. <laughs> See the correlation here? You literally can plan to have a million-dollar business if you use your calendar and plan the marketing activities because the million-dollar business, the multi-million-dollar business, is that a cause or is that an effect? It's an effect. What is it an effect of? Well, it's an effect of a lot of things, but in the context of what we're doing here today, what is the million-dollar or the multi-million-dollar business an effect of? It's an effect of marketing, right? Now, if you put an action on your calendar for 90 days from now, and you put another action on your calendar for 120 days from now, and you put another action on the calendar for 150 days from now, and you put another action on the calendar for 173 days from now, and each of these actions are marketing actions, and of course you actually do what you planned to do, what do you know has to be the effect at the end? Revenue, right? It's got to be. You put the marketing actions on the calendar. You execute the marketing actions as they come up on the calendar. And at the end of it, you're going to have more business. Now, there's a qualitative element to this, of course, right? Because one person could execute the marketing plan better than the other. One person might be more skillful at a networking event than another. One person might be skillful on stage doing a presentation than another. One person might be more skillful at writing an article or creating a free report or shooting a video or social media or blogging or, or, or doing things on LinkedIn or calling people for appointments to go out and meet with potential referral sources or any of those things. One person might be more skillful at it than another. And to the extent that you improve your skills using these marketing tools, you'll get better results. But even if you don't improve your skills at all, as crappy as you may be on social media, as bad as you may be at writing articles, as terrible as you may be at shooting videos to promote your business, as awful as you may be at networking, as horrible as you may be if you had to get up on stage and do a talk, if you just did it, 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 at the end, you're going to have a million-dollar business. And I know this because I was horrible on stage, and I was horrible at networking, and I was horrible at writing articles. I was horrible at writing articles. My, my idea of writing articles was to piss off as many people as I could. <laughs> I'm not an extrovert. I'm not naturally any good at marketing. I'm really an introvert. I, I don't like marketing. I very much dislike marketing, but I got really good at it. You know why I got really good at it? Well, I got really good at it because I was fucking starving. That's why I was really good at it. And I had no money and I didn't have money for getting up on stage and I didn't have money for you know, fancy websites, and I didn't have money for publishing things, and I didn't have money for, for any of that stuff. And the only thing I had money for was to go to free events and schmooze with people to network so that I could generate business. 
And then I learned that networking and schmoozing are not the same thing. Introverts, who are the introverts? You guys have a huge advantage over the extroverts when it comes to networking. That surprise you? It's true. You know why? You want to know why? Because extroverts like it. <laughs> they like the networking. They think it's fun. They just want to go and talk to fucking everyone. <laughs> introverts, we don't like it. We go there with a mission. We go there with an objective. We go there with a purpose. We are focused. I am going there to meet three influencers. I'm going to meet those three influencers. I'm going to figure out who they, I'm going to stand here in the corner by myself. <laughs> I'm going to figure out who the three influencers are. I'm going to go up. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to follow my script. I'm going to make contact. I'm going to get them talking about themselves because I'm an introvert. The extroverts want to talk about themselves. Introverts, we want everyone talking about themselves. Leave, like me be invisible here. And then I'm going to throw it into my marketing system. And business comes. You don't get to hide out from networking by saying you're an introvert. That makes you a better networker. Fourth big mistake that most business owners make when it comes to marketing is you aim for the middle. This isn't archery. It's marketing. Every one of you I'm going to tell you something that I think you probably already know, but maybe you never discussed in polite company. <laughs> Every one of you, look around. Look at the person sitting next to you. Every one of you is a little bit weird. <laughs> I'm a little bit weird. But the thing is, you're a little bit weird in the same way that I'm a little bit weird. And the reason why you like being together in these live quarterly meetings is because you're all a little bit weird in the same way. We are a fringe group. <laughs> How to manage a small business is a community of highly entrepreneurial, highly ambitious, highly aggressive, fringe entrepreneurs. We are a bunch of weirdos, but we're weirdos, birds of a feather flock together, right? If I was aiming for the middle, none of you would be very comfortable. If I brought a whole bunch of straight down the middle, straight line business owners, put them in the room, everyone's wearing a suit and tie, everyone's speaking all proper. <laughs> Can we get some classical music, please? <laughs> it wouldn't fit, right? Don't be afraid of using your marketing as a device to repel the people who really aren't going to fit with your business, who really aren't going to fit with your brand. You see, if your marketing isn't pissing some people off, then it can't be inspiring anyone. 
And you can't build a multi-million dollar business with people who are lukewarm about your message and about what your product does. You want raving fans. You want people who will jump on an airplane, fly across the country, and spend a weekend with you every quarter, and then go back to their offices and tell all their friends, you're crazy if you don't do this too, and if you don't get off your ass and make your business better, I can't still be friends with you anymore. You want the equivalent of that in your business. That's how you build a multi-million dollar business really fast, working with people who resonate with you. And since you're a little bit of a weirdo, since you are already a little bit on the fringe, you got to be speaking to people who are a little bit on the fringe. Because the people who are a little bit on the fringe are not responding to the message from the middle. And by the way, the people who are on the fringe over here are different than the people who are on the fringe over here. This is a very different message. The people who are on the fringe over here are going to respond to a very different message than the people who are on the fringe over here. This is what we mean when we talk about being authentic in your marketing. Really understanding your brand. Really understanding your message. Really understanding your people. We're going to be teaching you about all of this this weekend. You're going to walk out of here this weekend with a completely new understanding of what marketing is all about. You're going to walk out of here this weekend with clear understanding of how much business your marketing has to produce so it grows your business without destroying your business in the process. No magic pills. You're going to walk out of here this weekend with a clear understanding of what you're actually marketing. And because most business owners have these four problems, it produces a fifth and ultimately the biggest problem of all. If you don't know what you're actually marketing and you don't know how much of it you have to, your marketing has to produce and you don't have an actual plan or blueprint for the marketing, and you're marketing to everyone and anyone for anything. How in the world are you ever supposed to build a business, uh, build a machine? You, you, it's like you just can't build that machine. It's impossible to build a machine unless you know what the machine is supposed to accomplish. It's impossible to build a machine unless you know how much of it the machine is supposed to produce. It's impossible to ever build a machine unless you have a blueprint and a plan for how you're going to assemble and put the machine together. And so business owners with this fifth and larger problem, which is caused by the first four, they're left with no other choice but to pick up a hammer and start driving steel. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from the vault.